0: Good morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the Fruited Plains, from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another terrific Tuesday for Torch Report 525. The global elites gather in Davos to discuss deceiving humanity by building trust. Friends, today we're going to be connecting the dots between Trump's historic win in Iowa and of what these, of course, what these global shysters are actually up to. So, as, uh, like so many things in life, the sometimes you just have to see it to believe it, right? I, I, I've been spending a lot of time this morning watching the World Economic Forum panelists discuss their plans for ruling the world, uh, doing so with a keen eye, because I, when you listen intently, you begin to pick up on patterns in their language, tuning into some of their underlying assumptions, and of course, ruminating on their often completely unhinged and outrageous ideas. I, I, I think, well, how. How is this going to impact me, my life right at home? You know, inevitably it's going to, but how, you know, that's what we all want to know, right? How is this globalist agenda going to impact me, my family, my community, and so on. So even as more and more people uh, grow wise to the globalist schemes, oh, they realize, man, these you know, these guys are up to no good and all of that it still seems to me like there are very few people who have accurately uh, mapped out and communicated the various vectors of threats coming out of Davos, the Davos crowd, let alone prioritizing those threats properly. Uh, Albert Einstein famously said, if you can't explain something simply, then you don't understand it well enough. So it's in that spirit that I want to, to press forth here into this discussion. I want to try to simplify exactly why, a prior, properly prioritize the threats, and then explain exactly why that is. So setting the stage yesterday for this week's Global Kumbaya, the WEF's annual forum in Davos, I, I asked the question... What does the American political circus centered on Donald Trump, the ongoing COVID PSYOP, and the Great Global Reset agenda that's currently underway, what do all of these have in common? And the answer is that each vein of thought, whether it's the political circus, the COVID PSYOP, or the Great Reset, is, is fracturing the public's attention. It's being directly manipulated by the use of weaponized AI. The public's fractured attention is being directly manipulated by weaponized AI and this has stoked a great deal of mistrust in our institutions and mistrust in information in general and hence the Davos theme of rebuilding trust to restore their quote to restore their collective agency so Davos the the ruling class Predators are trying to build trust so they can restore their collective control over the whole of humanity. So keep that in mind today as we awaken to the news that Donald Trump has crushed the other Republican contenders in his historic victory in the Iowa caucuses. He got 51 percent. You know, he's smashing all the prior records. Nobody's ever done that before. You know, Ron DeSantis, he came in a distant, distant second, followed closely by Nikki Hales, who was nipping at DeSantis's heels. Meanwhile, Vivek Ramaswamy has has had the class to bow out and endorse Trump as a nominee, essentially saying this guy is clearly the people's choice. So right on cue, all this is happening, the liberal talking heads like Rachel Maddow over at MSNBC, PMSNBC to quote Rush Limbaugh, uh, the liberal talking heads that just went into complete meltdown, says Rachel Maddow, quote, there's an authoritarian movement inside the Republican politics, you know, that they're pushing Trump to get more and more extreme because the more extreme things he says, the more they adhere to him. And and, and that is coming from a very large portion, proportion of the American right. And and they adhere to the Republican party. End quote. Oh, that, that woman drives me nuts. Now, uh, of course all of this is perfectly pre- predictable. It's nothing new, but I want to try to kind of put a fresh twist on it in order to bend our attention back to the bigger picture. It's not the political circus that's the most important thing happening today. So first, please note that the immor- the majority of Americans Are so fixated on this political circus that they have very little interest, very little time to spend, you know, digging into the secret global cabal of global elites who are gathering over in Davos. Not by accident. That's not where people's attention is at. And thus... In many ways, the Iowa caucuses are really nothing more than just some red meat for the masses, for the low information voters, if that makes sense. Now, secondly, and much more importantly, I want to point out that this predictable political circus is only made possible by the magical, elusive and often impulsive quality called Trust. We know it as trust. We trust, right? So people who listen to MSNBC trust MSNBC. And therefore, those people believe that Rachel Maddow uh, is telling them the truth. They believe Rachel Maddow when she says that a very large portion of Republicans are authoritarians. And these authoritarian Republicans are pushing Donald Trump to become increasingly extreme. Because what these racist right-wing extremists really want is a dictator. Now, let's not overlook the fact that they've been building this exact narrative for many years, uh, several years, I should say. I put a slew of articles in here, Politico. Trump is an authoritarian and so are millions of Americans. That was back in 2020. Uh, Republicans have made it clear they will let Trump become a dictator. That was also back in 2020. So in the primed minds, and there's, again, a list of them there, on the left, they've been hearing these words for at least three years now, four years now. So You know, Trump doubles down on the dreams of being a dictator. You know, why do so many Americans want to live in a dictatorship? You know, let me ask you this. Do you believe that the American people or let me put it this way. Do you believe that the people who support Donald Trump really want to live in a dictatorship? Do you believe that the people who want to have a government of the people, i.e., the GOP's base, really prefer authoritarianism to democracy, because that's what they said. There's an article right there uh, that it was coming out of the Washington Post. It says the truth about the GOP base is that they prefer authoritarianism to democracy. That was in 2021. Do you believe that? Do you believe that people who sincerely want to see their country thrive, who want to make America great again, are really pining to elect a dictator and impose an authoritarian state tyranny? Of course not. You know, it's, it's horse spit. Now this, this really is a complete inversion of reality. And, and that's a theme that I'm going to circle back to here, maybe in a later report, but millions upon millions of Americans believe this, distorted version of reality just as surely as a baptist believes the bible millions of americans believe that trump is has dreams of being a dictator and so many americans support him being a dictator because they really want to have authoritarian political control which is a lie but it's it's critical to grasp the fact that the truth is completely irrelevant in this situation. Having fully been replaced by the blind faith and trust, gushing out of the left's useful idiots, right? Truth becomes irrelevant because because people trust MSNBC, because people believe Rachel Maddow. And, of course, to be fair, friends, it would be uh, wise to acknowledge it's equally true that there are plenty of useful idiots on the political right side as well. Indeed, friends, the useful idiots on both sides uh, of the political spectrum have been manipulated and exploited for the enrichment of America's corrupt political class, present company excluded, of course. So it's, it's the mindless minions... Of all stripes and colors, of all political persuasions who fail to discern the difference between what they think and actual reality. Now, why is that? Well, it's because discernment requires effort. And it's much easier just to trust somebody else and let somebody else to do the thinking for you. You trust the experts, trust the science. I don't have to think because they're the experts and they tell me what the science thinks, you know. Anyway, this is human nature, friends. And, of course, the globalists understand this very, very well. Hence their Rebuilding Trust campaign to restore their collective agency. And I did put a screenshot in there from the World Economic Forum's Rebuilding Trust. It says, Davos 2024 is the 54th annual meeting of the World Economic Forum under the theme of Rebuilding Trust. The meeting aims to restore collective agency and reinforce the fundamental principles of transparency, consistency, and accountability among leaders. Now, the rest of that's junk. But with the stage fully set here, I think we should set about mapping out and prioritizing the threats that are emanating out of the orifices of the Davos crowd. Straight out the gate, I think we need to acknowledge their insidious depopulation agenda, previously discussed at length by your favorite fuzzy peasant. And, of course, we need to uh, acknowledge the overarching efforts to consolidate power and control via global digital governance. This, friends, put together the depopulation agenda, and the global digital governance. This equates to genocide and digital enslavement. <laughs> okay. And in case there's any question about that, I did put a uh, a, a few links in the report today back to uh, some prior reports. Torchport 493, the threat of systematic reduction, uh, using AI for building trust and digital enslavement, all this stuff. So I want to point out here that the global cabal, they're getting together you know, they're, they're trying to consolidate power and control. And even our own government, I have a report, a uh, link in the report today from the DNI, the director of nationalintelligence.gov website, and it says that global governance requires giving over significant sovereignty to others. So it's really about control. It's about forfeiting our sovereignty for the illusion of safety by building trust in global governance. Now, That said, it may seem like genocide, depopulation, and digital enslavement would be at the top of the list of threats uh, to prioritize, to pay attention to, to be sounding the alarm about. Oh my gosh! You know, genocide, depopulation, digital enslavement, holy smokes, did you know? That's important. But we need to take a step back and ask another question. How? How are they going to do this exactly? Come on, Luke, you're telling me they're going to try to depopulate and, and digitally enslave the whole of humanity? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So how are they going to do that? We know the why. We know the globalists are trying to depopulate the planet because they believe there are too many meat-eating, mouth-breathing peasants who are breeding more quickly than they can control. Uh, we know why. I'm sorry, why they're doing it. But how, how are these global evildoers going to pull this off When somebody would quick be quick, somebody might be quick to say, well, by running massive global vaccination campaigns to inject billions of people with a toxic substance that was literally designed to harm, maim and kill, uh, that would certainly accelerate their agenda. Right, Luke? Right. Yes, of course. You know, that's to say that by developing and deploying biological warfare under a carefully orchestrated facade of never ending global pandemics, the globalists might easily reach for the goals of the uh, might easily reach their goals, the goals of the Georgia Guidestones. But here's the point, and I don't, want to get, I don't want to get off on a tangent here. Here's the point. In order to pull this off, in order to pull this off, people have to trust the person who's sticking a needle in their arm. Prior to that, they must trust the narrative that the vaccines are safe and effective. And foundational to both of these beliefs is an unwavering trust in the authority of the government, whether it be trust in uh, the—I should say an unwavering trust in authority in general, whether it be trust in the family doctor, trust in the local health department, trust in the CDC, trust in the World Health Organization, or maybe just a generally misplaced trust in the government in general. Because trusting in authority— is natural human behavior. This natural behavior uh, behavior, to trust in authority, it creates a loophole, friends, and that loophole allows global dictators to develop trust with people all around the world, really right down to the local level. The global cabal at events like Davos can build trust with leaders from around the world. The leaders get together, they get wine and dine, they get swanky hookers, all right, great, you know, hey, kumbaya, we're all good friends here, you know, let's let's see what we can do for the greater good of humanity. And leaders from around the world, you know, building this trust with each other, then they go home, they continue building this bridge of trust with their own government agencies their own state departments you know their national state level local level constituencies they continue to propagate the ideas and i just want to point out here a little side note friends this this propagation of ideas this is in fact The intentional and direct transmission of highly infectious mental viruses, a.k.a. military grade memes developed by DARPA as recently discussed by yours truly, uh, which ultimately these highly infectious mental ideas are, in fact, propagating an acceptance of cult-like behavior amongst global leaders and once infected once infected these global leaders then become complicit in a ritualistic sacrifice of humanity believing that their plans are for the greater good now it's crazy it's sick but friends it's happening and we must acknowledge this reality if we intend to do anything about it so just to drive home how methodical and complex this effort to condition humanity to trust the ruling class has become. If you really think about it, you know, they're gathering the Davos under the banner of rebuilding trust. Interesting. Why are they rebuilding trust? To restore collective agencies. So they're rebuilding trust to restore collective control, period. That's exactly what they say they're going to do. Their words, not mine. So understand how methodical it is, friends. I want I, to, to help, us understand wrap the heads around how methodical and complex this effort is i want to point out a january 2024 study so this is just hot off the press it's coming from the national bureau of economic research the title of the the study is trust and health care seeking trust and healthcare seeking behavior and if, if we understand that trust and care seeking behavior kind of go hand in hand i think we would be wise to realize the underlying science in this report from the National Bureau of Economic Research is broadly applicable. It's not just applicable to healthcare. Trust and care-seeking behavior are, blo- are broadly ap- applicable. Blah, 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 blah. Now, according to the study, I'll just read a little excerpt here. Quote, Unfortunately, trust in medical and, more broadly, scientific expertise is increasingly difficult to establish. Indeed, with the COVID-19 pandemic, trust has generated significant attention as both a component of culturally competent care and as a broad factor in patients' willingness to seek care and adhere to a course of treatment. Period. End quote. (laughs) Let me just uh, throw, throw out a few quick takeaways here friends first trust trust in medical and scientific expertise is increasingly difficult to establish why might that be you know ultimately this is pointing toward the public questioning the experts because the experts have been proven to be bought and paid for by big pharma and their government cronies so the only solution to this from the globalist perspective as you will see is uh, is government censorship using weaponized ai we're going to get more into that later in the week the second thing i want to point out here is uh, when they say the pandemic generated significant attention on the importance of trust, why might that be? Could it be because humanity as a whole is not as stupid as the arrogant ruling class believes us to be? And plenty of people were very clear-minded, right, to question the government's authority to unilaterally impose their will upon the rest of us without consent? As in, most people were smart enough to the fact, hey, maybe we shouldn't trust these tyrants. Hmm? The pandemic generated significant attention on the importance of trust. And the third thing I want to point out here is there's kind of a sly tell in this phrase, uh, that the phrase culturally competent care. That phrase alludes to a slew of poisonous progressive ideals, but the tell is that this study is being conducted by scientists who are working as an extension of the collective hive mind. Just by looking at their language, you can see that these people are working on behalf of the global collective, and thus this data will be dutifully transmitted back to the globalist central nerve system, where it will be analyzed and weaponized for future deployment against humanity. And one more thing here. Friends, I see the time. We're going to wrap it up. But did, uh, did you notice the pattern in language? Right. Rachel Maddow said the more extreme things Trump says, the more people adhere to him. And then we see the NBER, the National Bureau of Economic Research. They say trust is a broad factor in a patient's willingness to seek care and adhere to a course of treatment. I.e., get the jab. Friends, it's utterly fascinating to me that this word keeps cropping up. We were just discussing the word adhere as it relates to treason. And here today, we find a direct link between trust, the word adhere or adherence, and the progressive political agenda, specifically the cultivation of care-seeking behavior that would drive the uptake of more and more toxic experimental injections that are known to kill people. How effing ironic. <laughs> now, just to connect the de- uh, the dots back to Davos real quick here, uh, we see at Davos, they're rebuilding building trust. The Chinese premier, the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, is laying out the proposals for rebuilding global trust. World leaders are urging a change in mindset to build trust and foster collective action and on and on and on. Friends, they're building sustainable trust in a fragmenting world. So, you know, if knowing that the global cabal of ruling class predators is actively building sustainable trust in their radical depopulation agenda, if that doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies, you might need to check out the WEF's Digital Trust Community. That's where you'll learn about our collective responsibility to deploy digital technologies like weaponized AI to govern every aspect of our lives. Friends, that's their words, not mine, to our collective Responsibility to govern every aspect of our lives. That's what they're saying over there in Davos, and that's what building trust is really all about. It's about the ruling class ruling over every aspect of our lives. It's about convincing the peasants to trust their masters. It's about enslaving humanity in the illusion that the government is both their protector and their provider. And personally, friends, I cannot imagine anything less American than that. Therefore, resist. We must, as Ronald Reagan once said in these present In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problems. The government is the problem. And therefore, resist we must. Friends, that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com, Find the heart, click the heart, give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest owner of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.